right, guys, and welcome to Don't Tread on America. And I am your host, Don Q. And today is November 5th, 2021. Remember, remember the 5th of November, the gunpowder, treason, and plot. I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. Yes. Um, yeah, so that was from a little movie called V for Vendetta. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie. If you haven't, I encourage you to see that. I think that it is on Netflix. The last time I watched it, it was on Netflix. Um... Awesome movie, um, very interesting. Not sure if you guys know what you know what he's referring to. Like, it's not just a plot from a movie. It is uh, it is something that happened in England, you know, a while back. But before we get into that, let's get to our first sponsor, and that is Redcon1.com. That's right. Make sure you check them out. The link will be at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this. And um, great, great uh, protein powders, protein bars, pre-workouts. Like I said, you can get t-shirts, shorts, uh, workout gear, whatever you need. Check them out. Use the link at the bottom of the page and use the promo code T20Quartermus. Get 20% off anything you buy there. Check them out. Great stuff. Uh, like I said, I've been with them for about a year. Um, I, I really don't know what to tell you. It's it's good. The stuff actually tastes good. The protein powders and whatnot. So check them out, and uh, and you know, give them a try. All right. So V for Vendetta. So what it's based based around is what they call over there is Guy Fawkes Night. So you've seen people wear these masks and. Um, the the fo- the fox mask you know um, what was it the uh, anonymous the guy comes out anonymous he wears one of those masks and uh, so this guy he wears one of the masks and he's kind of this particular one night every year November fifth he does what he does and it's um, the way it ba- uh, boils down is it's uh, also known as Guy Fox Day Bonfire Night and Fireworks Night it's an annual commemoration um, observed on November 5th, primarily in the United Kingdom. Its history begins with the events of the 5th of November, 1605, when Guy Fawkes, a member of the uh, gunpowder plot, was arrested while guarding explosives. The plotters had placed beneath the House of Lords, celebrating the fact that King uh, King James I had survived the attempt on his life, people lit bonfires around uh, London, and months later, the introduction of the observance of the 5th of November Act enforced an annual public day of Thanksgiving for the plot's failures. Within a few decades, Gunpowder Treason Day, as it's well known, became the predominant English state commemoration, but has carried strong pro- um, Protestant religions overtones and has become the focus for anti-Catholic sentiment. Puritans delivered sermons <coughs> regarding the perceived dangers of uh, popery, whatever that is, or popery maybe, 
<laughs> while uh, during increasingly raxious celebrations, commonly folk burn uh, effigies of the popular hated, such as the Pope. Towards the end of the 18th centuries, uh, century, reports appeared of children begging for money with elegies of or effigies of Guy Fawkes and, no- and 5th November gradually became the known as Guy Fawkes Day. Town, such as Ludes and Gulliford, were in uh, the 19th century uh, scenes of increasingly violent case. So, I mean, basically, the, the idea of the day was to observe the fact that the gunpowder plot failed. Um, in his speech that I played at the beginning there was the people in this group believed it to be treasonous that they failed the that there was uh someone or someone's in the group that caught what you know was treasonous and caused the the plot to fail um i would i would assume in today's um world you would probably have people that don't have the minds that we do uh, equate to V for not necessarily V for Vendetta, but this um, gunpowder plot. Um, what's it called? Yeah, the uh, yeah gunpowder plot would be more of a uh, <laughs> an a, 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 you know in comparison to uh, January sixth, let's say, in the sense of an insurrection type situation. But if you actually watch the movie, or if you've already watched it and seen it, maybe refresh, watch it again. Uh, I was actually thinking about doing that today myself. Um, we'll see. But it kind of—it's kind of a—we learn a lot from movies and TVs in the sense of what they're telling us. You know, I told you guys a couple episodes ago how you know I believe that these you know movies and TV shows and whatnot—they're they're, it's almost like an admission of guilt. It's like they they have to tell you what they're doing. How many times have you watched a movie or a TV show and something in that show happens, whatever that something is, and then a year, two years, five years later, the shit comes true. And I'm not even talking about random coincidences. I mean, you guys see it all the time um, with The Simpsons. Um. <laughs> and that's a that's an ongoing thing. Like the Simpsons predicted the future again, and here's a you know, a, you know, a situation of of such. You know, Trump being elected president. You know, Lisa. You know, whatever. There's plenty of shit on on social media, whether you look at TikTok or or Facebook. And on that note, um, while I'm thinking about it, make sure you check out our website, DontTreadOnAmerica.com. And there you can link to all of the social media platforms that we have. Um, Facebook and Instagram, don't tread on America and uh, Twitter, DTOM underscore seventeen seventy five. Check that out. You know, give me a like, give me a follow. Uh, you'll see some goofy little videos, some memes I put up, different uh, stuff like that. But most importantly, you'll be notified when there is a new show up. Um. Uh. Now, when it comes to these movies and TV shows. I, like I said, you know, and it could be little things. If you really pay attention to what they're talking about in these shows, um, I don't know. It's it's really it's kind of scary. Like this V for Vendetta takes place in England. 
um, and it's about government control, and it's 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 very similar to what we're dealing with today in this country. Probably even more so what they're dealing with in Australia, but none nonetheless, I I would say if this administration had its chance, it would be all about what they would want to do. I, like I said, I think it's probably more so prevalent in Australia now as far as that movie, the way the movie runs. But uh, they're trying to get that same situation here. And uh, a perfect example of that is what we're dealing with with Dipshit McGee come out yesterday with the uh, the vaccine mandates, right? So back in September, September 9th, he came out and said, you know, we want to do this. I'm going to get OSHA to to draw up the paperwork and yada, yada, yada. Um, so on Fox News, there's a reporter. Her name's Rachel Campos Duffy. Duffy. And uh, this is what she had to say about the situation. Believe it or not, Joe Biden is using OSHA to force all businesses with 100 employees or more to comply with the mandate by January 4th or face punitive fines of up to $14,000 per violation. Now, the average business owner, even if she, he or she disagrees with the mandates, will not be able to afford tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of fines. They'll have no choice but to fall into line. For employees, compliance means getting the shot. Or they'll coerce you by making your life as miserable as possible with mandatory testing that you may have to pay for out of your own pocket. In addition, only unvaccinated workers will be forced to wear a mask, which creates division and stigma in the workplace. Thanks, Osha. Okay, so there you go. So I've talked about this plenty of times and where we are in the middle of a country and leadership, quote-unquote leadership, I should say, that want to... Um, Divide this country. This this whole thing isn't about keeping you safe. It isn't about the um, the corona. It isn't about any of that. This is. I mean, for those of you that have had COVID, I've had COVID. My wife's had COVID. It's not that bad. Now, I will say this also: that if you are a sickly person. If you have lung issues, if you have pre-existing conditions to where a a lung, uh, you know, uh, this type of a disease could, inf you know, affect your breathing and stuff, then yeah, it might be bad. Um, if you're old, yeah, it might be bad. But in in this case, it's it's kind of like just getting a bad flu. For me, it wasn't even that bad. I had a little bit of a cold initially. I was a little tired, but I was able to get through it. I, I Like I've said before, I've said this time and time again. You know, if you want to get the shot, if you want to get the vaccine, by all means, go do so. But I would encourage you to go talk to a doctor first. But to be forced to do this is unconscionable to the point where they've changed definitions of, of, of words just to, you know, convince people to take these vaccines and if if this thing was so great you would not have people taking the vaccine and then still dying from covid right it's it isn't what they say it is this is about control 
the mask, the lockdowns, the shutting the businesses, the shutting the schools, the doing the things that they're doing is about control. This has nothing to do with your health. They do not give a shit about your health. And in my opinion, this has more to do with what we've talked about in the past with obviously with control, division, population control, because we don't know what this vaccine is and what it's about. I mean, we can have a conspiracy theory talk here and talk about, you know, 5G and chromial ingredients and metallic ingredients and this ingredient. And I've told you about patents that, uh, you know, can activate with the 5G signal. We've talked about this. Um, is it is it made up? Is it make-believe? I don't know. I mean, it's out there. The patents are true. Those aren't made up. You can look those patents up. I, that was, what, three shows ago, I think it was. Go back to the show notes. I put the, the articles in there. The patents are in there. Look them up. I'm not lying. I'm not making this up. This isn't conspiracy theory theater. Okay. This is true, and it's hitting us now. Now, this Rachel uh, Campos Duffy that was just on here has had COVID. She's not going to get the vaccine. What does that mean for her and Fox? I don't know. Um, I know you've heard, you know, dipshit say, oh, well, Fox has a vaccine mandate. Well, I can pretty much, I, well, I can't guarantee this, but I would be willing to bet, let's say, that Tucker Hat doesn't, uh, isn't vaccinated. She said she's not vaccinated. You have plenty of them that have had COVID and they're not going to be vaccinated because of said. Rand Paul said the same thing. Um, but why do they feel the need to force people into this if they don't need, you know, if they don't need it, number one? But why can't you have the choice? It's not for public health and public safety because even if you're vaccinated, you can still get the vaccine. Now, not to interrupt my thought here, but I'm watching the, uh, they're having the funeral for Colin Powell right now. So I'm watching this. And it really pisses me off because I'm scanning the uh, the audience or whatever of uh, the people there. Of course, Biden's there. But, you know, you got Bush and Clinton's and you got Obama. And they're all fucking hugging up on each other, shaking hands. Everyone's loving each other. I just, I know this episode was supposed to be part three of the Rothschilds NWO thing. I'm going to take a break from that because, we, you know, we were supposed to have a guest here today, but he had something to come up, so he wasn't able to make it. So I, I wasn't too worried about doing too much more research. I mean, I do have a shit ton to talk about on that subject. Um, I really didn't feel like doing an hour and a half show today, I'll be honest with you. Um, kind of had plans to do something else with the guests that we were going to have. Uh, with that falling through, and I figured with it being the 5th of November, I'd go, go down this road, but it all kind of leads to the same thing. And then seeing, seeing this funeral, uh, you know, of a person, Colin Powell, say what you want about him. I guess I could dig into his name and maybe he isn't the great hero that we think he is. I don't know, but nonetheless, just the fact that you see these people around and hugging up on each other like this and Everyone's getting along, you know. I'm curious to hear the reasons why Trump wasn't there. Was was he not invited? Was he not told? Surely he was, or did they not want him there? Which is a very good possibility. Anyway, um, so on this thing with the with the uh, V for Vendetta, 
and the vaccines and stuff. We are living this movie. This movie, I think it was uh, 06, I want to say the movie came out. I'm not sure off the top of my head, but I want to say it was 06. So it's not a, it's not a new movie. Um, I don't know. It just it makes me worried to see what we watch a movie or a TV show and think, oh, this is make-believe, ha-ha, this is funny, oh, that's a little weird, that's kind of scary. And then, shit, now we're living in it. <laughs> so, keep that in mind, boys and girls. Anyway, on to other things. I'm going to touch on a few items. I'm not going to spend all day. Uh, I'm going to keep it kind of a short one today because then uh, I want to catch up on some reading and uh, some more research so I can hopefully uh, finish out the uh, NWO, the Rothschilds, and the Patriots Part 3. Um, hopefully I can get it all in in one last part and uh, release that on Monday for you guys. So this will be just a little easy easy listening for you to get you through the weekend. I do want to encourage everybody to listen to the last two episodes that I've posted if, if you haven't done so. Uh, preferably the not, the last one, yes, but you need to listen to the one before that to to for it to all kind of coincide and get those listened to before I worry about part three on Monday. But anyway, <clears throat> a couple of quick things. So you saw the thing, Rand Paul and uh, Dr. Fauci going at it again, right? Let's see what they had to say here. I expect you today to admit that you approved of NIH funding for gain-of-function research in Wuhan, but your repeated denials have worn thin and a majority of Americans, frankly, don't believe you. Even the NIH now admits that EcoHealth Alliance did perform experiments in Wuhan that created viruses not found in nature that actually did gain in lethality. The facts are clear. The NIH did fund gain-of-function research in Wuhan despite your protestations. You can deny it all you want, but even the Chinese authors of the paper, in their paper, admit that viruses not found in nature were created, and yes, they gained in infectivity. Your persistent denials, though, are not simply a stain on your reputation, but are a clear and present danger to the country and to the world. As Professor Kevin Esfeldt of MIT has written, gain-of-function research looks like a gamble that civilization can't afford to risk. And yet here we are again with you steadfast in your denials. Why does it matter? Because gain-of-function research with laboratory-created viruses not found in nature could cause a pandemic even worse the next time. We're suffering today from one that has a mortality of approximately 1%. They're experimenting with viruses that have mortalities of between 15 and 50%. Yes, our civilization could be at risk from one of these viruses. Experiments that combine unknown viruses with known pandemic-causing viruses are incredibly risky. Experiments that combine unknown viruses with coronaviruses that have as much as 50% mortality could endanger civilization as we know it. And here you sit, unwilling to accept any responsibility for the current pandemic and unwilling to take any steps to prevent gain-of-function research from possibly unleashing an even more deadly virus. You mislead the public by saying that the published viruses could not be COVID. Well, exactly no one is alleging that. No one is alleging that the published viruses by the Chinese are COVID. What we are saying is that this was risky type of research, gain-of-function research. It was risky to share this with the, with the Chinese 
and that COVID may have been created from a not yet revealed virus. We don't anticipate the Chinese are going to reveal the virus if it came from their lab. You know that, but you continue to mislead. You continue to support NIH money going to Wuhan. You continue to say you trust the Chinese scientist. You appear to have learned nothing from this pandemic. Will you today finally take some responsibility for funding gain-of-function research in Wuhan? I will not. Oh, that was me. <laughs> Senator, with all due respect, I disagree with so many of the things that you've said. Of course you do. Gain, first of all, gain-of-function is a very nebulous term. Because you we changed the definition. We have spent, not us, but outside bodies, a considerable amount of effort to give a more precise definition to the type of research that is of concern that might lead to a dangerous situation. You are aware of that. That is called P3CO. We're aware that you deleted gain of function okay. from the NIH well, website. Well, I can get back to that in a moment if we have time. But let's get back to the operating framework and guide rails of which we operate under. And you have ignored them. The guidelines are very, very clear that you have to be dealing with a pathogen that clearly is shown and very likely to be highly transmissible in an uncontrollable way in humans and to have a high degree of morbidity and mortality, and that you do experiments to enhance that, hence the word EPPP, -P -P, enhanced Pathogens of potemic, potential So when EcoHealth Alliance took the virus, SHC014, and combined it with WIV1 and caused a recombinant virus that doesn't exist in nature, and it made mice sicker, mice that had humanized cells, you're saying that that's not gain-of-function research? According to the framework and guidelines... So what you're doing is defining away gain-of-function. You're simply saying it doesn't exist because you changed the definition on the NIH website. This is terrible, and you're, you're completely trying to escape right. the idea that we should do something about trying to prevent a pandemic from leaking from a lab. There's, the preponderance of evidence now points towards this coming from the lab, and what you've done is change the definition right. on your website to try to cover your ass, basically. That's what I mean, I'm going to say this about that, and I've been saying this. In this, I, I can finish playing this, but in a second... Um, Rand Paul, you know, says, you know, you need to you need to retire. You need to quit. You need to go away. Yes, he does need to go away. He needs to go away to fucking jail. If everything that he just said is true, okay, if the NIH, under the guise of Dr. Fauci, 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 Fakey, whatever you want to call him, dipshit, is true, if this is true, it is treasonous. He needs to go to prison, he needs to go away to prison. He doesn't need to quit. He doesn't need to retire, have his 40 years of however, however long he's been working in his position, get his nice fat-ass retirement, and his, his pension and all that shit. He needs to go to prison. What he did is treasonous, and he needs to be locked up. Okay? But no, instead, what we're going to do because of this man... Right? How many people have died in this country, let alone the world? But more importantly, if he's responsible and the NIH is somewhat responsible, I mean, fuck China, okay? China, if China did whatever they did, whatever. I'm not saying China 
doesn't have a large part in this. But if we help to fund this, we as this country and as in NIH and Dr. Fauci, Fauci, if they had anything to do with this, anything, I don't give a fuck if it's 10%, 20%, or 100%. If we had any part in this, this motherfucker right here needs to be put in prison. He needs to face the guillotine. He needs to go away. Okay? How many people have died from this disease that he possibly helped create? Okay? So, I don't, I don't know the number offhand. Um... But however many thousands, hundreds of thousands, whatever people have died throughout this this world, and it, even if you want to just dumb it down to this country, the however many thousands of people that have died in this country, well, I would say for every one of those, that's a count of, of murder, manslaughter, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. And uh, I believe each one of those penalties should cover, should uh, the death penalty should be considered, if not enforced. Um, so I could give two shits about him retiring. He needs to face a judge. He needs to answer some questions because in my opinion, watching him the couple of times he's been in front of Senator Paul and the other senators, he, he doesn't take it seriously. These are just senators up here asking me questions. I don't mean shit. I don't know if they get signed, you know, sworn in or what, what the deal is, but maybe just maybe if his ass was in front of a judge with a jury and these questions are being asked, maybe he wouldn't be so smug. Okay? So let's hear what else dipshit has to say. What you've done, you've changed the website to try to have a new definition that doesn't include the risky research that's going on. Until you admit that it's risky, we're not going to get anywhere. You have to admit that this research was risky. The NIH has now rebuked them. Your own agency has rebuked them. But That's, the thing is, is you're still unwilling to admit that they gained in function when they say they became sicker. They gained in lethality. He doesn't want to admit virus. it because he That's knows that would be admit, admitting guilt. According to the definition that is currently <laughs> operable. Because you changed you know, the definition. Senator, the let's one. make it clear for the people who are listening. The current definition the was current done definition. over a two to three year period by outside bodies, including the NSABB, Two conferences by the National Academy of Science, Engineering, and Medicine on December 2014, March 2016. We commissioned external risk-benefit assessment, and then on January of 2017, the Office of Science and Technology Policy of the White House issued the current policy. And coincidentally, I, I have coincidentally not the definition any appeared definition. on the same day the NIH said that, yes, there was a gain of function in Wuhan, the same day the definition appeared, the new definition, to try to define away what's going on in Wuhan. Until you accept it, until you expect, accept responsibility, we're not going to get anywhere right. close to trying to prevent another lab leak of this dangerous sort of experiment. You won't well, And it won't happen because, like I said, <clears throat> he's never going to admit guilt he's never going to admit that they him the nih whoever had anything to do with it hell he won't even admit that the fucking uh chinese had anything to do with it this he's still buying on to the whole fucking uh uh bat theory or whatever <laughs> it's just amazing but anyway um 
I'm done with him because he just pisses me off. I just want to see his ass in jail. You know, we sit here and say, let's go, Brandon, and fuck Joe Biden and all that. Say, I say, fuck, fuck Dr. Fauci. Lock him up, okay? Ah, it gets me fired up, motherfucker. I swear to God. I just want to. Mm. Anyway. So, <laughs> had a couple of things yesterday. Also, you had uh, the one guy that did the thing, man. You know that guy? You know, did the thing. <laughs> no, uh, Dun- Dunchenko, um, the uh, he had part of the Steele dossier. He was uh, one of the the big, the folks involved with the um, the Steele dossier and the framing of of Trump. Well, come to find out, he lied to uh, to in court, lied to uh, you know the FBI and whatnot. So I guess this is number two on the list uh, with Sussman that are. Uh, facing charges so you just have to wonder when you as you're getting these lower level uh lawyers and and whatnot into uh you know in in indictments when when will they when will something happen with these two guys will will they turn on another person and another person and another person will i mean this guy worked for hillary clinton they both worked for Hillary Clinton and her campaign. When is it finally going to be said that she directed them to do this or uh, whoever directed them to do this? When are we going to finally get down to the bottom of this? I would venture a guess never. And the reason I say that is because uh, you'll find out on Monday when we do part three of the Rothschilds, NWO, and Patriots part three because a lot of that part three is going to be surrounding the Clintons and the Bushes and what they have to do with the Rothschilds. And if you recall, if you've listened to the last episode, uh, the part two where, where I you know, was telling you guys how the um, Rothschilds you know, garnered the service of Preston uh, Bush, which was the granddaddy to George and, and Jeb, and uh, the things he did. And I didn't get too deep into it, but we will on Monday, and like that will matriculate into the Bushes that you know, George W. and uh, Jeb and, and you know, Daddy Bush, and, and then, of course, the Clintons, um, the crime syndicate, as it's called. And uh, we'll keep diving into that more and more. So, you know, I'm going to kind of keep this short today. You know, it's Friday. It's uh, Guy Fox Day. And, you know, I'm just feeling a little weary of, of the things that are going on. I really, there's so much shit to talk about. Um, I was kind of hoping the October jobs uh, report numbers were supposed to come out today. I have not seen them yet. Um, so I don't know when they're going to release them. I was really kind of hoping to have that to talk about. Um, but they're dragging their feet a little bit on it. So I guess we'll touch on it on Sun on uh, Monday. I probably won't do a show Sunday just because the, the wife's off, so it'd be wifey day. But I'll hit you guys with a Sunday, or I'm sorry, Monday, Wednesday, Friday show next week, and hopefully, hopefully, we can get our guest in into the studio and sometime next week and have a nice little chit-chat. But we shall see. Okay, so before I close it out, I want to hit you with our last sponsor, 
course, you know them as our legendary sponsor. That's right. I got to get down to my voice right here. That's right. It's uh, smoothmyballs.com backslash DTOM. Check them out. You get 20% off on all razors and accessories. Use the link at the bottom of the podcast app, and it will take you straight to their website, and you can buy some stuff. and give them big, fat sugar water. All right, so on that note, guys, with the uh, podcast apps, like I've told you this time and time again, please, please, please share this with your friends. Uh, let them know how great I'm doing. If they want to hear some history and some some talking points and how the past is melding with the future, or the or the current, I should say, not so much the future, um, tell them check it out. Try not to talk too much on current events and everything that's happening on a day-to-day basis for the fact that everyone's doing the same thing. What I'm trying to do is find the connection between what's been going on and what's still going on and how the past is linking with the with the, with the present. So please share this. Like I've told you before, if you listen to this on Apple, you can give me a five-star review. That'd be great. The better the reviews, the more traffic I will start seeing. So I just need some help with that. And um, and like I say, if you're listening to this on Apple and your friend has an Android or they don't have an Apple uh, app or whatever, uh, this you know we're on Spotify, Podbeam, uh, iHeart, uh, Amazon, uh, pretty much every everything you can listen, every place you can listen to a podcast, with the exception of Pandora, because what I say is fuck Pandora, right? Okay. <laughs> so guys, and also check out the website don'ttreadonamerica.com and there you can subscribe to the um, website and you will get different uh, show notes. You'll get, uh, you know, when the shows are uploaded, you'll get alerts and uh, I'm not going to spam you to death with a bunch of crap. I don't ask for money. I don't ask for donations. What I ask for is you guys to just listen, share, tell your friends, um, if I'm going to make any money off this, I'd rather do it through sponsors and not through you guys. I want this to be a free show for you. If you want to partake in the products that I'm being sponsored by, Redcon and Smooth My Balls in them, then that would be great because that helps me out in the long run. And uh, especially with the uh, Redcon stuff, that'll help you out too. So with that being said, guys, you guys have a fantastic Friday. And remember, remember the 5th of November. And I will talk to you guys again on Monday. Have a great day.